listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 465 for February 29th, 2024. This week, we talk about Google Gemini, our Roman empires, jewelry collecting, dental journeys, eating plants in the wild, and Girl with No Face by Ali X. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. I still have all of my teeth. Oh, you went to the dentist. Monday afternoon. I Did you have any cavities? To the dentist. Now, let me tell you, Uh-oh. I did not get off scot-free. I but, have... But was it... It doesn't sound like it's going to be awful. Well, I have one problem, child. And it's it's a it's a problem tooth that, like, I didn't even know existed. And the dentist was like, if we didn't do radiographs, we would have had no <gasps> idea that this existed. It's a tooth in my upper left that very likely I'm going to have to get a root canal and a crown. But that's the only one. Ten years, one tooth. I fucking hate you. I hate your guts. <laughs> I hate your stupid face. I hate your stupid hair. I hate your stupid teeth. I hate your everything going on in your mouth, your tongue, the two little mm-hmm. dangly... Wait, did you get those dangly things taken out? What? You mean my uvula? <laughs> Tonsils? What? <laughs> What are you talking you about? Got your, you got your tonsils out, didn't you? No, no, no. I still have my tonsils. Did oh. you get your tonsils taken well, out I, as a child? I hate them as well. No, mine are still there. I hate your tonsils. I hate your stupid mm-hmm. root canal, t- soon to be root canal. T- have you ever had a root canal? I've never. This is this is baby's first root canal. Oh, fuck um, you. Just set this. I quit the podcast, by the way. This I know. is the last episode. I, well, here, I'll, 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 make it, I'll, make, I'll make it a little bit better for you. Cost estimate, I still am going to have to pay about $1,100 for the work I need Oh, to a cheap mouth. one? Uh-huh. Yeah. A cheap, <laughs> just a cheap little. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't want to know how much um, I've spent on my teeth in the past three years. Uh-huh. Just a yeah, cheap little ask, root canal. Sure. Are you going to are you gonna send me an itemized <laughs> bill of, like, your <laughs> dental history to make oh me feel bad God. or make me feel better? Honestly, you know I what? was going in. I was going in thinking it was going to be way worse. I am extremely lucky. I have good bacteria in my mouth. And you do. I you must. Got off That's good. by the skin of my fucking teeth, literally. So, well, yeah. I am happy for you because, quite honestly, I wouldn't wish what I've gone through on it on fucking anybody. So I'm Girl, happy that's are, all you have. You are like a, a five gold star member of every dentist in your city. I feel like Do everyone you know, knows you. I have to tell you, I went to the dentist this week too. Mm-hmm. Just and for, was, um, <laughs> just as a visit, was, just, just to say hi. All they had to do was take an impression for where they're, so I've, I'm getting my final, uh, my final implant's been done and now they're making the crown for it because it's secured. Right. Um, right. It's been four, six months or whatever. And it's a tooth I've been missing. But let's compare dental dental work, uh, well, dental care. Because in <laughs> Arkansas, let me tell you about this tooth. Uh-huh. I'm happy for you, but I'm going to talk. Oh, um, yeah. Ten years ago, I went to the dentist in Arkansas, and they were like, oh, that tooth is bad. We'll just take it out. You don't need one there. It was the the back one on the back left. Like the, the, the need- farthest molar? Farthest, yeah, furthest in the back, tooth on the bottom left. Yes, they're if like that one pops you don't out. You're it. supposed to, you're supposed to keep your wisdom teeth so that, that one moves in its place. Well, they had been gone. They've been gone for years before then. Okay, they're dead. Okay, so they and were out so of the picture. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. You're, you're the dentist. I'll trust right. you. Turns out you fucking need all your teeth. And yeah, girl, 
girl, you need them. And so my dentist now is like, yeah, we should, now that everything else is taken care of, you know, we need to put an implant there. And I was like, okay. So that one's getting done. Um, Went in to get an impression. First of all, never trust anyone in Arkansas to tell you what teeth you need. That is my biggest. Uh -uh. (laughs) When you look at the dentist and they're missing like six to eight teeth, themselves "Mm, maybe get a second opinion maybe maybe go to mexico for your dental work i don't know it wasn't it's like going to mcdonald's and trying to get health advice (laughs) girl it wasn't it (laughs) um so to to take the impression because this tooth never never existed at the dentist you know they're like we just you know we just had to build it um they tried to put the, there's a little cap they can screw onto it and then it takes a picture, but they were, the tissue around that tooth was difficult is how it was described right. to me. And when it's he been screwed 10 it years, in, there hasn't been anything there. Well, when he screwed it, like, there's maybe there's an abundance of tissue, you know, it built Who up knows? or something, but he tried to screw in the little camera nodule and it was like excruciating pain for, oh no, for where it was. So he, Ended up doing the uh, goopy impressions, you know, the goop uh, in the mouth. Uh-uh, 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 I have. It actually wasn't uh, that bad. They've updated them. Or did you just get them? No, 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 no. That is my worst. Like, I would rather have all my teeth ripped out of my head and and curb stomped in the middle of the street than have to do the goopy impression. Because the last time I did a goopy impression was for my orthodontist, like... 15 years ago and when i tell you i projectile vomited over (laughs) all over myself and all of the the dental hygienists and everyone but like they when they're doing that sort of impression at least when they were doing that 15 years ago they have one shot so they didn't take the impressions out of my mouth they were like keeping it there as i was like vomiting everywhere because this was this was their one shot First of all, they lied to you. They don't only have one shot. There's infinite amounts of that goop in the world. I so think they you just didn't want to put to. me through it again. <laughs> probably. Which is honestly. valid. They were like, probably I mean, like, hold this fucking kid down. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, I wish I didn't have a gag reflex. So unfortunately, well, she's sensitive. It was fine. It seemed like they had new dental plates to do it. Because I remember getting it done as a kid. And it seemed like the dental plates were new and fine. But then... Yeah. They were like, oh, that didn't work either. We didn't get a good impression. So they tried to, they numbed me. I've always had this difficult fucking mouth. So they numbed me back there and then screw the little camera thing in and then uh, do the wand and take the pictures of the mouth or whatever. And it worked out. But like, I was in a lot of pain last night just from like getting a dental impression. Once the, once the uh, numbness wore off. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Well, anyway, I'm I'm happy for you. Have you had any pain? (laughs) Have you had any pain in that tooth before? No, literally no pain in that tooth. Because let me tell all. you, I didn't even know. That apparently, happened like, to me. The cavities between two teeth, apparently, and it's oh, like yeah. it's it's like a, according to the radiographs, the X-rays that I got, like he was showing them to me, and he was like, "Yeah, like it's a situation where it's so the cavity is so close to the nerve, where like I'm not sure if you're if I'm going to be able to fill it with like cavity like filling material." Or if I'm going to have to just do a complete root canal until I'm in there. And so, like, you know, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be a root canal because it's like it's, it's most likely going to be a root canal. But no, no, no pain. Didn't even realize that that tooth had a cavity. So like, I guess it wasn't like like because I've been before 
where like, so my first ever root canal when I was like 20 or something, it is probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Like lying down on the floor, worse than a migraine. Which well, tooth was it? Maybe on was it some um, Wasn't it a tooth that was remember. bothering you before the root canal? Or was it like my situation or it was like a hidden cavity that I didn't even know? No, about? it was because they get infected. And right. And then they it can, hurt. It can kill you. Right. It'll literally give you, you fucking sepsis. You can die. Yeah. So when I when I started going back to the dentist like three or four, three years ago or whenever I started, um, one of my teeth was like that and I didn't feel it. Mm. I could have been dead. God, I wish. <laughs> God, what could have been? That uh, You know what? I am genuinely happy for you because dental work fucking, fucking sucks. sucks. It is yeah, so and, bad. Yeah, and I'm going to, I have the best dental insurance that I could get through my um, employer because, you know, America. And even with that, oh, I'm going to be sucks. at like $1,100. Yeah. But I was preparing for, like, I had money stashed away underneath my bed for double, maybe triple that. I was like going in with like the worst yeah. case scenario. So I am extremely lucky. Um, so Sam went to the dentist finally. And Sam survived the dentist. I'm kind of sad they aren't going to rip all my teeth out. And so then I just give gum jobs for the rest of my life. But here we are. Here we are. Um, how well, many root canals have you had done? I don't want to like, you know, we you don't wanna, have to do that. We don't, we we don't, don't need we to don't do that. To. <laughs> We well, don't need to do that. I'm just curious if if you've had a root canal that was less painful than your first one. Um, that one that was the worst. That one was awful, okay. awful. I I've had so I've had three implants. Three of my teeth mm-hmm. are titanium screws in my jaw. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I don't remember root canals. The, the, There's just been so much that has happened. Well, I think what's happened is a couple of my teeth have progressed from root canal to needing that implant. Right. So it might have been those ones. I don't know. I I literally, I can't keep up. I don't know which of my teeth are real and which are not real. And right. Your teeth are well, in God's also, hands. And by God, also, you mean your dentist in D.C. I am so fucking glad that we live in this day and age because my teeth look real. You know what yeah, I mean? Girl. Like, yeah. you, Imagine having if you look in teeth. my mouth... You couldn't even see, you can't even see where there are any fillings. Mm-hmm. Like, it is wild what dentistry does these days. And I'm very thankful for it. Oh, what I was going to tell you, when you were talking about all the times I go to the dentist, I go to my dentist this week. The front desk lady was like, oh, give me a hug. Because I know her. <laughs> I gave like her a therapist. hug. Oh She's never, she, God. nobody, no, no one. I, I've sat there, you know, for the past three years. Nobody's ever gotten a hug. I've seen well, hundreds of patients. You're so, the VIP customer because you're you're keeping you're keeping the lights oh, yeah. on. You're keeping the I lights on for hug. that practice, girl. We chatted. I I know all about her daughter. We chatted about her daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I know her. And then I go uh-huh. back to my room. You Your know, specific room that has labeled literally, Joseph Birdsong. It's like this room funded by literally. Joseph Birdsong. <laughs> it's like those it's like fucking PBS. benches at the park. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! And then <laughs> so my dentist comes in and we like hug. Right. Uh, we like give each other. We have like. A, I mean, me and my dentist have a secret handshake at this point. Literally, Girl, I just and imagine then, they're like blinged out. They have like they're driving a Ferrari <laughs> that's also engraved with your handwriting on the side. Oh, like god. you have paid for that 
dentist children's college fund. Like you, you are really keeping the lights on at the dentist well, office. Then like I did have a new dental hygienist, a new uh, dental assistant was in my room with me. But one of the ones I know came in just to say hi to me. Just to say hi. She wasn't my dental by. hygienist or my assistant for the day. She was like, oh, my God, I saw you on the schedule this morning. I knew I had to come say hi. It's like, OK, guess we're doing God. this. Yeah. At no that joke. point, everybody that point, I know there. Yeah. At that point, like it's not it's past embarrassment and it's more like, wow. <laughs> it's, oh, it's more I, like I just love r- it. Just yeah. Well, it's it's like so you just nice. know them now. Yeah. Honestly, like they have made the whole ordeal for me. I have dental trauma and they have right. made this ordeal so wonderful like well, yeah, i've imagine, had to get so many teeth fixed and it's been amazing right imagine having to go through this arduous process for like literally years of dental work and the people that were working on you you hated right they've never shamed like, me it's like a right. no judgment zone right like they're very understanding and 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 let me I tell you it. when when i was finding a dentist that was you know in my dental network, which thankfully there were a lot, I was specifically finding one that was like that that specialized on people who haven't gone to the dentist in a long time. So they were like mm. very understanding. And so it was like very chill. Like, I'm not going to like shop around for like other dentists and get second opinions. Like, I trust this guy, like everything, like they did everything right. And so, yeah. So my root canal is scheduled in April. So nice. we'll see how it goes. Baby's first root canal plus crown. And the root canal doesn't cost that it's much. It's easy. The crown, baby. It's always the, crown's the crown. What it, yeah. It better look Let me gorgeous. tell you, it's going to be easy breezy. Literally. Well, my last one. No, that was an implant. Mm. Anyway, it gets. They're so good at these sh- this shit now. They just right. like. The machine's. Are so advanced, and the dentist and the imaging they do in, in your yeah. mouth is so it's so precise. <sighs> anyway, I we remember about teeth for fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh, I don't, I'm not done. I remember as a kid going to get X-rays at the dentist, and they had to like print them out. Well, yeah, like they, they, they were on ha- photo paper, like developed. Yeah, and and the thing that was the X-ray machine looked like a fucking Gatling gun. And they couldn't be in the yeah. room with you. They left the room to turn it on <laughs> like, while you're wearing did. the lead smock. It's like, yep. oh, this is going to give me fucking radiation poisoning is what this fucking X-ray Gatling gun is doing. It's shooting gamma rays into my body and I'm going to develop a goddamn thyroid tumor. Like, surprise, Maybe that didn't happen. Maybe that's why I have migraines. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Probably. I'm just so surprised they even have dentists in Arkansas. I mean, they got to launder money somehow. I guess obviously they didn't know how to do anything. So it was probably just a a ruse in general. I have to tell you, I saw my my chart at my childhood dentist once. Uh And I don't even want to tell you what was written on it. But we're not. I imagine it was done in crayon. (laughs) It was F-slur. No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I, let's just say I had some dental experiences in Arkansas. Not with my, my childhood dentist was actually pretty good. But mm-hmm. later on dentists, I I would question their like, what they knew medically. Right. They're, it, honestly, it got to a point where like, you, were, you were honestly questioning their credentials. They, yeah, like the things they said to me were not matching up and like not okay as well. Mm-hmm. Right. That's dental <laughs> but, trauma, baby. 
Anyway, if let me tell you, anyone out there looking to become a dentist, if you market to millennials as a judgment-free dental zone, you're going to get a whole lot of new patients. you got to uh, do yeah. it. And if you can make it so you can do everything through email or an online forum, even yeah. more people. And my dentist has an app and it shows me all my teeth and you can click on each one and it says what's wrong with it. Oh, I want that. Yeah, it's it's literally, I can open it anytime, log in, and they say, these are your lists of treatments you need done. What do you want to do next? This is yeah. just suggested order. Yeah, it was so nice because like after the initial like consultation, he like printed out an, 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 an exact itemized list of like what he recommends getting done immediately, how much that'll cost, how much I will pay with insurance, like and everything going down the list of like what is is priority in his eyes and how much everything will cost. And he gave it to me and I was like, this is exactly what I was looking for. Thank you so much. And it was like no pressure. But I was like, I need to get this root canal done. So I scheduled immediately. But yeah, it was definitely geared towards millennials. There's like a Pac-Man arcade machine in the front. Like it's very that. Oh, um, nice. Good. I, I, he may be a homosexual, but I didn't ask because it wasn't the place. But um, <laughs> I, the I, one I, place I, where a man can have his hand in your mouth hands, and you can't right. ask him if he's gay. Exactly. Is at the dentist. But <sighs> I'm growing up. Oh, I'm growing up. Anyways, well. I wanted to, you know, tell you about my my dental story. Um, one thing I also wanted to to ask you is. <sighs> When you were living in Arkansas, did they have Bucky's there? Or is that before your time? No, it doesn't look like they have any Bucky's in Arkansas. Bucky's, you know what Bucky's is? Is it in Wichita? M- maybe. It's a oh, giant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what Bucky's is. Yeah, it's bussies. a giant bussies, as the kids bussies. call it these days. It is a giant um, convenience store, gas station, fucking Pier 1 import fucking Hobby I think, Lobby um, combination. I'm pretty sure I've seen it in Wichita, but I also know it from my chat explaining it to me. Mm. It, gotcha. I look at pictures of it, and I was going to compare it to Wawa, but it's because it's like gas station. There's gas stations, but it's right. much bigger. It's like it's like Texas Disneyland in a gas station is basically what it yeah. is. Yeah. No, never mind. I don't think this is in Wichita. Anyway, um, but it's I've yeah, at least seen one, but I've never been inside one or experienced it. Well, when you reluctantly come visit me in Austin, um, the Bucky's originated in Texas. And I think the second largest one is like an hour south of Austin in a place called New Braunfels. And um, my very pregnant sister and my brother-in-law were visiting me over the weekend and I asked them if they wanted to go on a road trip to a gas station, and they said yes. So I had gone before with my dad, and I wanted to bring them down there. And they were um, gobsmacked, awestruck, and we purchased lots of um, lots of Bucky's paraphernalia. But, you know, when a gas station is, like, a t- also a tourist attraction, I feel like that's, like, that is, like, the epitome of the Texas experience. I feel like that is, that kind of makes sense. Well, when you uh, think of Texas, you think of parking lots. And so right. it like Giant. fits in with that aesthetic. Yeah, this uh, this Bucky's gas station convenience store or whatever has like a hundred gas pumps on premises. Oh my Girl, god! There Girl. is so much land. There's so there's so much space down here. No wonder why everyone's fucking moving here. Anyways, I I did that. Are to my they? Sister. 
I mean, yeah, girl, like all the Californians are moving to Austin and me. Oh. I moved here. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's mm. not good or bad. Well, um, I'm, you're not a trendsetter, I'd say. Oh, girl. <laughs> you said it. I wouldn't call I'm you barely treading water. Trend killer. Mm-hmm. If we see, let's just say, if we see it on you, we know it's on the way out. Oh, no, yeah, girl. We know it's bargain, been out for a decade. Bargain bin babe, right? We, we know it's out. Um, so my sister and uh, my my brother-in-law were visiting over the weekend because they wanted to come down and, and see where I lived and, and see Austin for, you know, their, it's like, it was like their one last time before my sister popped out a human child into the world. Um, and so we had a really good time. This is like immediately after my dad came down and I entertained him. So like, I I just feel like a hotel at this point and I don't want another I don't want to see another human being. I don't want to host another human being. I don't want anyone to walk into my apartment for another year and a half. Like I am done. It was lovely, but girl, when I tell you my social battery is completely depleted, it is completely depleted. Um so I think I'm not going to talk to anyone ever again. What are your thoughts? Well, you're doing a pretty bad job of it right now. <laughs> You're doing a really <laughs> shitty job of that. Girl, you don't count. Girl, you don't count. Literally, after 10 years, it's so yeah. easy to talk to you. <laughs> it's um, less that you're talking to me and more talking at me, which I appreciate. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten to the point where we, well, now that my family lives here, the only people, like, I would say I have friends maybe twice a year who stay in our guest room. Right. And that's like, Great. Right. That's like the perfect amount. That's like the vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I was did we talk about this before? There was some article or something that was like, um, millennials like tell people to get a hotel when they come visit them or something. Right. Right. And then we talked about how like our generation, we we don't have room in our if we own a place or whatever, yeah. we don't have a, a guest room that's specifically just a guest room and not like an office that's retrofitted for a guest room when someone's right. Specific. Like our parents, that's like right. our parents had a room specifically it's so weird for the guest room. And I was mentioning that to my sister as well. And she was like, that's absolutely true. Like my sister and my brother in law own a house in Portland and like they are the outlier because they like bought at a really great time and they actually have an extra bedroom. And I was like, you know how rare that is? And she's like, yeah, I don't think I have any of my friends that own a house or re- regardless that have a an extra bedroom that's just an extra bedroom. It's wild. My parents didn't. We just had a room for me and my sister. And then mm-hmm. actually my so my childhood home, the was built, but it was modeled after a tra- a a double wide trailer. I believe. Mm, I don't know why they didn't just buy a trailer attracts. instead of building a house shaped like a trailer. But that's yeah, just like them. what? I don't oh, know what was what they were going through. But mm. <laughs> they had to build on. Like my parents lived in like their my dad's office for mm-hmm. ages, and then they finally built a, their own actual bedroom. Right. But I remember going to friends' houses. It is so wild to me to think that you could have a room that literally doesn't get used like 360 days out of the year. That's just a bed, a side table, a lamp. And I'm just like, whoa. Like that's luxury. That's, well, it's, I could see how. Having space you don't use. 
space now, space that you don't really utilize must I be can nice. see people in like the suburbs having like in the city I I right. can't imagine anyone around me having that and it even no, 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 actually no, no, no. existing where we live but like in right. the suburbs I could see like you know they sell like three bedroom houses or something and mm-hmm. I think anyone a lot of people these days who buy like a three bedroom house aren't a lot of people aren't having as many kids too so exactly I, Right. I want to know what they're doing with those rooms. Like a Peloton room or I don't know. Uh, What are they doing? I want a Peloton. I mean, I think my sister has a Peloton, but she got it like um, secondhand from a work friend for like $500 or something. I thought you were going to say a a war friend. Yes, from the war, from World (laughs) War II. One of her her fighter pilot friends. Oh, Ashley Tisdale was in the Iraq war. What? There's a video game where Ashley Tisdale is the motion cap for an Iraqi war. Um, I don't know if she's a lieutenant or something. Lieutenant and Ashley Tisdale. Absolutely. You have to salute her. And th- that's my president. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, that's my president. My chat always talks about Ashley Tisdale in the Iraq war because we played the game on stream. <laughs> and all I... All I think about now is Ashley Tisdale being a war veteran, and I can't, well, I can't think of anything else. It, it's right. my Roman Empire. Yeah, we support our troops here on the show. <laughs> when we say support your troops, we mean We're talking Ashley, about Ashley Tisdale. God, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was. That was like such a, a topic of conversation, like a couple months ago. It's like it was going viral. The the whole like, what is your Roman Empire? And did we talk about it on the sh- on the podcast at all? I we most likely mentioned it, like how everyone was talking about how straight men talk about Probably. the Roman Empire or like think about the Roman Empire all the time. And I, my I think Roman my brain Empire is my brain's too full of holes. Like I don't think about anything constantly <laughs> ever, or else I short circuit. I think so. I'm not thinking at all. I try not to think. But and yours is Ashley Tisdale. You have to have other, no, other ones. My Roman Empire is every hate comment I've gotten in the past fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a whole Rolodex in your mind that you just flip through when nothing else well, is on the TV. I close my mm-hmm. I close my eyes immediately at night, and they all it's like second to like second they flash. They right. flash <laughs> fifteen years yeah. of hate comments. Yeah, you know Ashley Tisdale was in the Iraq War, and you on the internet for fifteen years is your Iraq War. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we all have our demons. Um, now, speaking of demons, I do have to talk about something. Oh, great. Have you heard about Miss Gemini? What, you mean Google? Google's Gemini? Miss Google, Miss Google Gemini. So Bard got rebranded to Gemini. Right. And, and it's, it's like, their AI have, chatbot, have, one and all. I have too many actual Geminis in my life that are toxic. I well, don't need another one. This is my beef with it. You never trust a Gemini. Why would you name Mm-mm. it Gemini? Right, never I trust Bard. It was cute. Well, I can see how Bard. It sounded a little uh, uh, oldie, oldie timey, old maiden type mm-hmm. of name. Old maiden type of name. Old right. maiden type of name. Um, so I could see, you know, how they wanted to. Gemini sounds like you know, new agey and millennial. New age, yeah. Right. My phone asked me the other day because I talked to my, I talked to Google Assistant a lot, yeah, and it was me like, too. we can upgrade to like you can you can replace assistant with Gemini and then we can do other stuff. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, of course I want to do this. Did you do it too? Yeah. 
And then I tried it, broke it so many of my like custom commands for Google Home. Well, not only that, but it can't do the basic things. I right. like my I use it. I use Google Assistant to add reminders like all the time. And right. immediately I was like, it cannot do me. that yet. Yeah, I was like, remind me tomorrow at 9 a.m. to call the whatever, probably dentist. And it <laughs> it, it, it was like, sorry, I can't do that yet. And I was like, why did I change to this then? Yeah, why did they even push this out to people if it like, like, I, I don't like, okay, apparently it has the the computing capacity of like a thousand fucking suns. But if it can't like tell me what day it is, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? I was like, this is bizarre. Let's rail I guess... this in for a bit. Let me, let's, you know, it's it's not done cooking before you push it out to everyone's fucking Google Pixel. Like, hello? I guess <laughs> the only thing it's, like, good at is, like, if I had a question about, like, wh- who was the whatever's president, 27th president, and what mm-hmm. are they known for? It could compile, you know, it wouldn't show me search results. It would be like, oh, it was this person, and this is what they did. But I don't yeah. care about that. I can Google that. Right. Yeah. When I tell it to that I'm home and there's a whole routine that I had set where it turns on the lights and greets me and sucks my cock. Right. It won't do that anymore. So I have to change back to, to Google's a stupid assistant that actually obeys me. I'm so sad that like I know it's going to get replaced eventually. They have spent all their t- from from my perspective, they've spent all their time and money on Gemini and like Google Assistant is a piece of shit lately. Right. It's just it gotten worse and like, worse. Slower, doesn't understand me half the time. Like it's getting annoying. Right. I love complaining about things that are free. Oh, well, it's not free, mama. It's at the pr- it's at the cost of your data. By the way, I got That's this true. letter in the mail. The speaking are of our data. You finally? Speaking of what you think privacy is, I got this email <laughs> the other day that said, Oh, it turns out. We, this company that it's from, accidentally lost all of your health data, all of it that's ever existed. And it's actually, it's on the dark web. It's actually got sold to someone on the dark web. Actually, we got hacked and it's there now. Best we can do is offer you a few months free of dark web monitoring. Literally. Best, yeah. No, literally, they were like, here's your sign up code. It's the best oh. we can do for you. I said, okay, should I? Girl, should girl I be, what's this what United I be Health? For? I don't know who it was. I don't think it was United Health. Okay, it was they a were company. The... Oh, did they get hacked? Yeah, girl. They've been in the news lately because they got hacked via ransomware. They were our last um, healthcare provider. But here's the thing, though. They, like, you give your data to company i'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist for a second but it's this is the line of things like you give your data to a company and they give it it's not even them who actually is handling it it's companies they hire to handle right. your private data so right. it's they're handing it off to someone so else many hands right yeah and it's i'm bound like, to fall off a fucking truck and someone's gonna pick it up and then sell it to someone on the dark web i'm like i don't even know the company that sent me the sent the mail i like I didn't even know they had my health data. I was like, right. okay. It's like, I'd never heard of you. It's so weird. You have weird. what on me? It's so weird. But <sighs> it's time It's time for us to start, you know, going back to witchcraft and eating random herbs in the forest. Um, Did you used to eat those onions that growed outside? I believe. No, no, no. I've eaten water chestnuts. 
that have grown outside. And they were good. What? I fucking love those things. I don't even yeah, know what they too. look like. They grow in this country? Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I think they I thought they were Asian. I remember I have a distinct memory as a child. Honestly, it probably wasn't a water chestnut. I just probably thought it was. It was and it was probably something was, I should not have eaten. Is I just looked at what they was. look like. They look like rabbit turds or squirrel turds. I think maybe that's mm, what you were eating. You were picking up that, rabbit turds? Yeah. Well, Munching you know, on rabbit turds. That same trip, I did get Giardia. So that tracks. <laughs> Everything's okay, kind of lighting uh, up. So they are native to Asia. Where, so where do they... Well, let me do this. Do water chestnuts grow in the USA? Naturalized in the northeastern United States. So, you know, that's not where you lived. But... Mm-mm. All signs point to shit. <laughs> that's All not where you lived. Point... But you lived in north. Mm, yeah. I lived it's, in north. It seems like they might have been in Michigan. That's like over there. That also starts with the letter M. So we're getting where warmer. Where did you live? Montana? Montana. Where do water chestnuts come from? Hmm. I'm not seeing anything with Mm-mm. Montana. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We used I think to what eat it was, those um, wild onions. Yeah. I think what it was is uh, my my grandfather was like very into like hiking and um flowers and like things that you that were edible like he was he was very into that and so i remember we were going on some sort of walk or hike with my grandparents and i think that he found some wild water cress which is completely different from water chestnut um and that's probably what i tried i was really young i don't remember oh yeah those look like little lily pads right and what what the fuck are we talking about what? Oh, I don't know. But demons. Um, I one time when I was little, my grandparents were over at our house and we were like all eating at the table and I was eating grapes. And I remember something was on the grape and I, I asked my dad, I was like, what is this? Like, there's something on this grape. I was probably like seven. I don't know. And for whatever reason, this memory sticks out to me. I don't know why I'm telling you now, but and then I was like, Grandpa, what is this? Because Dad said it was nothing. And it was a dead ladybug. What? Fully, fully large dead ladybug on the grape. And I was going to eat it because my dad told me to. Yum, yum. Extra protein. But I didn't because my grandpa saved me. Thanks. Thanks, G-Paw. He's probably thanks, racist. Thanks, Grandpa. Um, there were moments. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like an unintentional um, thing or was he like intentionally racist? Because there's like things my mom used to say that she sh- shouldn't say. No, I think he um, it's hard to know. Because, well, he died when I was in 10th grade, so I don't remember a lot about him, to be honest. OK, gotcha. But I do remember something he said in a Chinese restaurant once. And oh, girl. yeah, I think it was pretty intentional. Mm hmm. Yeah, it sounds like mm-hmm. me when I was seven. Um, what's your uh, Chinese zodiac? Um, is it? I think mine's cock because obviously. Um, mine's rabbit. Oh, uh, let me. Let's see, Chinese zodiac. Yep, it's rooster cock. Nineteen ninety three, baby. And yours is That's rabbit. Fun. What does that? What does that mean about us? Britney Spears is also a cock, and Natalie Portman. Oh, but Justin Timberlake is too. 
I guess the good comes with the bad. Um, do you have cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. So we were in Philadelphia this past weekend. Um, you were. I was, and which is uh, my favorite thing is the Stardew Valley concert that we went to. It was a Stardew Valley orchestra concert that's actually touring the world, not just the United crazy. States. Yeah, sold out like has sold out like wild. They, they added more dates. Um, I think we were one of the first dates that Philly was one of the first ones. I think they were in L.A. before that. And we had like front row balcony and just by chance. That's how like I had to scramble to get these tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost cried about four times. Oh, yeah. During it. If you it were to was, cry at any any event, it would be oh, this. Yeah. It was, um, I would say everyone was about my age. Everyone, I would say, was between like 25 to 40. It was all mm-hmm. millennials, mostly. Uh, some of them were dressed up like the characters. Oh, my it God. Was so fucking wholesome and cute. It's very casual. People were in casual clothes. Um, and it was small orchestra, too. So, that you know, one flute, one clarinet, three violins, a couple of bass, drums, a guitar guy, a piano, French horn. So very like small. Mm-hmm. Um, the clarinet player in particular was really fucking good. I don't know if they're using the same people for every um, venue. I think they might be getting local people at each place, but I don't know. I think usually they do. Usually they like pick from the local orchestra from, you know, when they're touring. Yeah. I that's think how that's it what they're doing. usually goes. Yeah. Um, but the clarinetist was really, and the flutist, flautist, flautist, was wonderful. Um, and it and they went through all the seasons, all the they did spring first, summer, fall, and winter, and did selections from like villagers and the mines and stuff like that. And then they didn't play my favorite, but then there was an encore with two more songs, and they played Night Market, which is my favorite, mm-hmm. and that's when. That was the fourth time I almost cried. (laughs) And it was so fucking magical. Also, I got to say, every time I go back to Philly, after not living there like 10 years, Mm -hmm. I love it. I would love to move back to Philly. Like, being there by choice. I mean, I chose to be there last time too, whatever. But being gun to your head, I, 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 I chose. I chose to live there, but I also lived in like Northeast Philly, and there's nothing to do there except like sports right. bars. So right, like, right, right. getting to be downtown and like revisit all the places I loved, seeing my friends. Mm-hmm. God, it was just so. I just really love that city. Nice. That's kind of how I felt That's when I revisited Boston the last few times. Yeah. It was a few years ago, like maybe four or five years ago I went. But yeah, like I feel like there's a lot of healing you can do when you like revisit a city that you didn't have the best experience in or like you have mixed emotions with. Yeah. And you go back when you're an adult and you're like, oh, like this city was like the city as a whole wasn't the problem. I was just in a shit time in my life. And like I was, you know, dirt poor. That didn't help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been the problem in a lot of situations, for sure. Like, no, no fucking doubt. Um, what? But it uh, was I'm gorgeous. so glad there was and not. We there was. To, oh, go on. 
Oh, I was just going to say there was no doubt that the Stardew Valley concert wasn't going to be incredible. Yes. Just like, and it was the perfect day as a whole. Like we got there, um, checked into the, dropped off our bags at our hotel. One of my best friends met us. We went to this lovely little restaurant straight to the concert. Then me and Justin, uh, we went out to eat in kind of this little hole in the wall that no one else was in, but it was in the middle of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, though. I, this, we were walking through the neighborhood, and uh, so Woody's is one of the big gay bars there. And I think it's expanded like twice since I've been there. It is thriving. And mm-hmm. we walked past it at like 8.15. And one of their dance floors now is on the bottom floor and like you can see in it. Um, and of course, nobody gets to the gay club to dance until at least 10 o'clock. Right. At least. And this right. girl walks by and she was like, uh, nobody's in that club. It must be bad. And I was like, <laughs> it's 8.15. It was, I girl, felt like I had been hate crimed. I, I felt mm-hmm. like I'd been hate crimed. I was like, girl, it's wow. a gay club. I'm sorry that it's, it's not a sports bar in Northeast Philly and everyone's already drunk by 7 p.m. and pissing in a corner. This Get is not ass. that. This is the gay bar. Right. I say that like it's classy, but I fell off the stage there once. I mean, yeah, that sounds like you. (laughs) I fell off the stage and a man caught me. And then my friend told me not to go home with him. (laughs) Well, we like, I want like a nice wingman to warn you about problematic men. Um, Literally the only dates that still have tickets for the Stardew Valley concert are Bangkok, Thailand, Seoul, South Korea, Singapore, and then a couple places in Australia, New Zealand. Every other place is sold I would out. go, I would fly to one of those places to see it and again. What, see it again, right. Just like the most magical concert of my life. Loved it. Perfect length, perfect music, wonderful. How long of a concert was it? There was an intermission. They did spring and summer, and then an inter... I don't know, maybe an hour, hour and a half? Hour and a half? Mm-hmm. Oh, it might have been closer to two. I think it was about an hour and a half. They had a lot oh, of yeah, nice it, merch too, but I didn't get it, any. It, it says here that it's a it's for chamber orchestra, which is smaller, so that makes sense. Oh, there nice, were only like yeah. a couple, a couple of each it, instrument. It felt intimate, and the mm-hmm. it felt like the music in the game is is not always on the beat. You know, it sounds mm-hmm. like folky, right? And it they emulated that, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful. What a lovely cheese. Thank you. Lovely cheese. Very much recommend it if they do more dates and if you have the chance. God, I feel like, you know, with how popular and how quickly tickets sold out, I feel like they would be dumb not to do another tour. Yeah, they need to do more. It's wonderful. I would go see it yearly. Obviously, the demand is there. The demand is there. And the new Stardew Valley update comes out March 19th, I think. Yeah, I wonder... I mean, obviously, I'm not the I've played Stardew Valley, but I, you know, not nearly as obsessed with it as you. What are some of the big changes? We don't know know yet. He keeps it very much under wraps. We know that there's a new festival. I think some new uh, interactions, maybe cutscenes with villagers. There was a raccoon on the Mm. art and a prairie island has been in the game lore. And so we're wondering if we get to go to Prairie Island where there are lots of raccoons. Oh, if there's raccoons involved, I might have to get back into the game. We're very excited about the potential raccoons. The raccoonage of, of it all. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, 
my cheese this week is recognizing that semi-soft cheeses are basically just fudge. Brie? Yeah, it just like, ever since I heard someone describe a texture of a cheese as fudgy, I can't get that out of my mind. How many semi-soft um, cheeses, like, are fudgy in texture. And I don't know if I like that. Um, well, I would say, I mean, you could say fudge is semi-soft cheese in texture. Well, there, I mean, there's sometimes there's dairy and fudge, so it's really not that far away from cheese. Yeah. This is, this is my Roman Empire. Wow. Now that you <laughs> mention it, cheese and fudge are the same thing. They really are the same thing. <laughs> so what's There's your no difference? Your cheese is the comparison of the texture of fudge to semi-soft, semi-soft cheeses. cheeses. That's my cheese this week. <laughs> At least it's okay. cheese adjacent, okay? You know what? Have, Shoot me. Well, true. Have you had an experience <laughs> lately with a semi-soft cheese? Yes, I had some Jarlsberg cheese. And I love Jarlsberg. Um, but it it I just was... I couldn't get it out of my brain that it had the texture of fudge. Well, anyways, sorry about your brain worms. (laughs) Literally, there's more holes in my brain than there are in that cheese. Let me tell you. Oh, pimento. I finally got my hands on some good pimento cheese this week. Oh, really? My favorite store was out of there. Uh, Well, there's a little there's a little bodega place that makes their own near us. But Justin bought me some initially at Safeway, and it was mm. the worst I've ever had. It had <gasps> sugar in it. It tasted what? like sugar. What? It was literally one of the ingredients was sugar. And I was like, we don't put, sh- this is a savory thing. This, this is, is not a no. sugary treat. Mm-mm. So they did you dirty. I don't know what happened there. But then Justin redeemed himself by getting it, going to that other store, and they had that one. So it was all good again. Um, speaking of cheese, I have to ask you, have you ever had Jenny's ice cream? Yeah, they have stores here. Yeah. She's from here. She lives here. What? Jenny? I know. I know some of her friends. What? I think she started in D.C. Oh, my God. So Jenny's ice cream, they have a scoop shop, a couple scoop shops here in Austin. And... I've taken a couple. When my dad was here, we went because I, I heard that it was good. I'd never had it before. And oh, then I she went started in was... Ohio. Never mind. I lied a lot. Oh, yeah. that's. A I do know that's someone a... who knows her, though. Well, she may live there now. Oh, maybe she does. Anyway, go mm-hmm. on. Um, so I, I went there because I, I heard good things about Jenny's ice cream in general. And so I took my dad there. And then my sister and my, my sister and my brother-in-law were here this past weekend. We went again. And like, I don't care that that ice cream costs like $400 a pound. It was magical. Yeah, there's one on 14th Street here. And in the summer, the line is like... I can't imagine. Blocks long. Well, because like... wild. The thing about ice cream is like, I feel like you can get really complicated and it's kind of like, I don't... Sometimes things like the flavors get so complicated, I I don't want to have anything to do with it. But with these, for some reason, maybe they're just balanced really well. They're fucking good. Anyways, I wanted I wanted to just ask if you had it before and what your opinions were. Because I know that you have very polarizing opinions about food. So I wanted to see if you hated it. I love it. It's good. I've actually never been in the store. I've only you, gotten um, the pints? pints. Yeah. Right. We've had friends ha- bring the pints over. 
Oh yeah, they're like twelve. But bucks we a pint, but we have so a local, it. like just a couple blocks away, a local. Uh, I'm not near the Jennies. That's in, I don't know if she is. There might be multiple in DC, but I'm not near any of them. But mm-hmm. we have a local one that we're close to that we usually go to in the summer. Just a regular um, ice cream shop. Just well, it's fancy too. They have a they have rotating flavors, and they do have some that go a little too far. Mm. I've had some of their interesting flavors, so I just stick with chocolate. But Jenny's Sometimes is that's so all good. You need. Yeah, girl. Every uh, both time I've both times I've gone, I've had her gooey butter cake flavor, and I almost I almost shit myself in excitement. Oh, what's that one? Van Vandaluwen? Van Lewin. Hold on, Van Lewin ice cream. So they've opened up a lot of the Van Leowin. Van Leowin. Huh? Uh, it's ice cream. They've opened up several in DC, and I have had them. I'll send you this link. They're oh, this they're almost fancy. like a a boutique millennial geared ice cream shop. And oh, yeah. um, I see this. They've got some really good shit. Oh, they have vegan ice cream as well. That's like one of their. That's not real. That's we're not mm. talking about that. Um, they have a couple. Oh, I guess sorbet is vegan sometimes. I guess apparently they have shops in Houston and Dallas, Fort Worth, but not here in Austin. So fuck you, Van they don't like the gays. Sad. Anyways, anyway, should we talk Jesus. about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. I'm going to go first because mine yours? I kind of talked about a while ago. Um, no. Although one of my favorite things is that I don't have to spend uh, $10,000 <laughs> on my teeth. That is a very great thing. Sure. Congratulations. My favorite, thing this, my favorite thing this week is Ali X's new album, Girl With No Face. Um, she had a bunch of singles come out within the past few months, and now her full album finally dropped. I'm very much enjoying it. I'm a slut for Ali X, so honestly, she could shit on a plate, and I'd probably enjoy it. Um, it is very like 80s analog synth pop glam rock inspired, and I've been really digging it. Um, yeah, just love Ali X. Her, she's so fucking weird and avant garde, and I don't care that she left her dog in a hot car and then got caught. She makes good music. She may not be very. <laughs> what? <laughs> there I was a whole thing, I am, girl. I am so glad I don't know anything about celebrities. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the story, by the way. I oh, I'm going to tell you regardless. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you regardless. So someone, I don't know when this, this was like a couple years ago. Some random Twitter user like took a video of this dog that was panting in a hot car. And it was, didn't have anything to do with Alex. And then like she videoed this woman coming out and like getting in the car and like, Try and like they were getting there was this confrontation and whatever and it was weird and they posted it to Twitter and then it went viral and then the gays got a hold of it and realized that that woman was Ali X and it was her dog <laughs> Koji God. and oh. so then it's it's this and apparently the dog was totally fine like she like released a, like a whole statement about it and left the internet and it was like blown up out of proportion but now it's this whole thing online about like. Wow, Ali X cooked harder than she cooked her dog in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the joke oh, about her music. No. R.I.P. Anyways, the dog's still alive and she still makes good music. Um, So Girl With No Face, check it out. It's on Spotify, <laughs> Amazon. No dogs were harmed in the making of this album. Um, And yeah, it's really good. If you're into synth pop, 
It's very 80s analog synth heavy. Um, she she drew a lot of inspiration from like early Kate Bush, early B-52s, early Madonna, early Blondie, uh, very 80s heavy. Um, so yeah, I would say check it out. My favorite song on the album is Galena, which is track number five. So if you're into music, which Joe isn't, check out Girl With No Face by Ali X on all your music platforms. Galena the Good Witch? Galena the Good Bitch. <laughs> Galena, the good witch, the witch from the north. Are we into Wicked? I've never seen Wicked. I'm not a musical theater gay. I read, well, I read the book before the musical came out, and I fucking love, you know, I have to say that, before the musical came right. out. Right. And I fucking loved it. It was wonderful. I know the entire soundtrack by heart. I've listened, oh. I used to own the CD. It's one of the only Whoa. musicals I, I have ever liked, but I've never seen it. Uh, okay, you've like you've never seen a life. Are you gonna see the movie with um Ariana Grandam? I I don't know if I can do that. I like mm. everyone else in it. But I, she's I fine. I I just mm. don't know. I don't know why we have to use singers as actors when there are mm. Broadway people who do both. And I you know whatever. Pop off, Lady Gaga. You know whatever. Um, mm-hmm. that's my opinion. I see. You know, I I've guess never... you can do both. Cher got an Oscar or whatever she got. I'm sure. <laughs> That's what she sounds rough. like, right? That's right. That was a Muppet. That was fully Ooh. a fully Muppet. Muppet. Fully Muppet share. Um, what was I going to say? I've never seen Wicked. My best friend growing up, his mom um, read Wicked, the movie, before like there was even a musical adaptation, kind of like you. And she loved the book. So I'm assuming the book's really good. No wonder why they made book it into is great. a musical. Yeah. And now movie. Anyways, LEX Girl with No Face on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify. What is your favorite thing this week, Joe? I'm asking as if I don't already know. When did the musical come out? Wicked musical. Mm, 2003. 2003. God damn. Maybe I didn't read the book before. I mean, the first U.S. tour was in 2005. I don't Mm. know. Well, we'll pretend I still read it before. Mm -hmm. I could read it in 2003. I couldn't. <laughs> Those book. I think the book came out in ninety five. Wicked. Yeah, book. it came out a while ago. It doesn't seem like it's. It's very like I don't know. I know ninety nineteen ninety five is not old, but it seems a lot more modern than nineteen ninety five. Also, if you want to go down a fucking rabbit hole, look at the history of like um, copyright public domain fuckery. When it comes to the Wizard of Oz franchise. Oh, yeah. I bet. It's, it's old. wild. Yeah. Things that like you think would be in public domain that aren't like weird spinoff novels based off of different things. Like it's crazy. There's a whole Wikipedia page about the copyright status of the Wizard of Oz and characters and such. Interesting. Anyways, um, what is your favorite thing this week, Joe? My favorite thing is something I just got in the mail today. I showed it off on my live stream. One of my mm. wonderful viewers, Zora, had it sent to me. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Um, so Kimberly Doyle is a jeweler, and she makes the Jimagachi, which is a gold right. Tamagotchi charm with a gem in the middle. The one that Zora had sent to me is a sapphire, a teal sapphire. And um, she also sent me a chain, a matching chain to put it on, to wear it as a necklace oh I wore it on today's stream. But holy shit, it is 
stunning Gorgeous. in person. Thank you so much, Sora. I really appreciate it. Um, I just had a I uh, this evening while the sun was at a particularly nice angle. I had Justin get out his <laughs> I had Justin get out his macro lens for his camera and take some shots that I'm going to show on the stream too. Maybe I'll post my post on Instagram as well. But um, we'll post this picture of the Patreon as well. It's, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. I'm on a well, you know, I'm on a jewelry journey. Right. And this has been developing over the past few months. And I think I'm on a jewelry journey. This is this might be the star. Yeah. Is this like your first piece of jewelry that like that's means the most to you? (laughs) That's nice. That isn't directly from Claire's. Yeah. That Um, wasn't from a wasn't from a, a claw machine. Well, there are the auction sites that I like to go. And I got a um I got a peridot and diamond ring. A few weeks ago, that was like 70 or something dollars or so. It's like, um, it's made by JWBR, which I think is a company in India. And they sell to like, like JCPenney, Walmart, fine jewelry, you know, like, so it's nice stuff, but it's not Mm. like Tiffany or something. Right. She's not. I got a ring from there. I like to get the things that are antique. Like, I now have a little age, so I just got one from, I got it today as well. I got it in an auction for $25. It's not particularly nice piece of jewelry, but it's from the Netherlands from the 1930s or 40s. And they stamp those, so there's a stamp on it, and I can literally Google. It's They closed. It's like these two brothers who were silversmiths, and it closed like uh, maybe a decade or two ago. And you can see the little house it was made in. Their wow. little jewelry shop in the, in this small town in the Netherlands where oh, they I made this Oh, I love the history. Ring. And I'm like, I love that. Yeah, it's it's jewelry with a story. It's like less than sterling silver. It's like you know, it's it's fine. It's cute, but I I like that it came from somewhere. But with this one, it's different because like it was gifted to you. Like well, this, this thing means is a, something. This is the thing that will become. You'll pass this like, down to Piggy. Well, well, that for one thing. But this <laughs> is the new, like, antiques of the future. Like, th- right. like she's Kimberly Doyle is like she's amazing. Her work is so cute, and she stamps mm-hmm. them, of course. So, like, she will have a legacy of people who see her jewelry in the future. It says has a Doyle stamp on the back. It says fourteen karat gold, like. That it's it's readable, you know. It's a mm-hmm. it's a, a a boutique piece, and I'm mm-hmm. so like honored to have it in my collection, my my small teeny collection, and I'm probably gonna wear it every day. And um, it's absolutely it's stunning. your new Horcrux. It's mine. Oh my god, it would be. <laughs> now is it is it sapphire for a reason? Is sapphire your birthstone, or is it just sapphire because it's pretty? My birthstone's garnet, but um, oh, okay. the teal is my favorite. Mm. It's like a sparkly, cool teal color sapphire. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. it matches. It, it, I think it even lends to like the Tamagotchiness of it because mm-hmm. the P2s have the uh, blue background. Yeah, we'll definitely post a picture to Patreon. If you haven't seen it, like definitely go to patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Um, to look at it because it is gorgeous. Like it is an absolutely stunning Sam piece. One of the macro pictures of it. Mm-hmm. It's very shiny and very gorgeous. 
Yeah. I very girl. much appreciate it. Thank you, Zora. You lucky bitch. Girl. I'm wearing well, this we know- to the... Uh, um, str- well, I was going to put a regular Tamagotchi around my neck for the streaming award show. I'm going to wear mm-hmm. this, though. The, the Gaming with a Y award? The Gaming with a Y. Well, I just imagine that when you're 85 and you're on the Titanic <laughs> or whatever, you will drop this into the ocean. Girl, hell no. I was just talking about that on stream. I said, I want an AI video of me at the end of Titanic saying, bitch, you ain't getting this and flipping off the ocean and (laughs) Mm -hmm. putting it back in my pocket. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Too too good for the ocean. Too good. Well, what a lovely favorite thing. What a gorgeous looking favorite thing. Thank you. Thank you. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Look at us. Um, we, We did it. I love how before we recorded the podcast, Joe and I were like, let's shoot for 45 minutes. And now we're over an hour. So that usually happens. <laughs> we Here had we a are. lot to say. Well, we had to talk about teeth for 30 minutes. You know, we had That's to talk true. about dentistry, which everyone is just on the edge of their seats about. So you're welcome for that conversation. Um, we will have an after show. Joe, do you want to tell us about it? You want to oh, yeah. read, yeah, read us off? Outro. Thank you all so much for listening. Yes, as Sam said, we will have an after show for the Patreon patrons this week. You can find that on our Patreon. Otherwise, we will be back next week with a regular episode. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexander T. Amanda L. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devin L. Halo. Javier. JL. Jessica L. Joseph S. Lindsay C. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Ryan. Sam and Ari. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.